Good next Brian here from the Convincing Idiots Podcast. We're sharing these segments with you in case you're looking for some time with us, but don't have time for a full episode. Listen to us every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. Find us on the new YouTube music app. And we hope we convince you to come back and join us every week. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, huh? Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm the millennial Santa. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing awesome. in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hit hat. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, uh, Thanksgiving, we're going to get into some food or restaurant-related uh, scenes. Um, on, Brian, Brian be, before yes. we go on, before we go on, um, I I think we'd be remiss. Um, we we have it here in in the palm of our hands, and you talk about um, Thanksgiving and 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 all the food we're about to eat in Thanksgiving and and, and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever plates we have, maybe uh, you know what's in our bowl or even what's on our saucer. Mm. Why not? Go to our leading expert for convincing idiots about flying saucers. Ah, yes. Great idea to start there. This is right. Tim. Come on, buddy. Give us a well, scoop. Speaking, we, I, I hear we have speaking some of food. Speaking of food and what we might be food for. Um, mm. The big news. The big news is uh, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who was the head of the uh, All Domain. Anomaly Resolution Office uh, is stepping down. He's he's out in December. Um, there is an interim guy that, that was just beneath him. He's coming up. But before he before he gives this interview with Politico, and he says something cryptic and very scary to me. I don't know if anybody else, but what he said was, this is a direct quote, if we don't prove it's aliens, then what we're finding is evidence of other people doing stuff in our backyard. Hmm. So that is highly scary. And, you know, we, we went through, uh, I know I've told you guys from, from, uh, before last time I was out here, the, 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 um, the testimony in front of Congress, the guy, these guys said, this is not something we know. This stuff has been declassified. So if this is not alien technology, this is, uh, foreign entities or, because we know it's not U.S. stuff because it would never have been declassified. Foreign entities doing stuff in our backyard. So uh, I think what, what I'm telling everybody is just be prepared. I think we're getting ready. Uh, they're inching us closer to total disclosure, and we'll find out what's going on. I, for one, believe that these are these are non-terrestrial objects, uh, whether they're manned or unmanned. That's definitely something we need to just keep our eye out for. But there was a um, there there was a uh, some sort of higher ranked person uh, on record saying that they believe that all these uh, 
UAPs that we're seeing are just like, like you just said, um, smaller crafts or drones from a mother ship. Uh, well, this this was uh, Sean Kirkpatrick again. He uh, okay. He had kind of put that out there, but it was also said by a few others who had uh, stuff to do with Arrow and everything that th- this is possibly uh, drones from a mothership within uh, our solar system or just outside our solar system. I would believe it would be if there is a mothership. It's just outside the solar si- solar system. Otherwise, our our sensors would detect it in, in, inside the solar system. Let's just park behind our moon or something where we don't have anything. Or but the James Webb. But the James Webb Space Telescope can slew over to look behind the moon. I mean, it's out at the Lagrangian point, sitting out there, parked, just doing this deep space Who's stuff, so it can't say, turn around and look. Uh, let's put our tinfoil hats on for a moment. Who should say that it's not the moon? Well, there's that theory that the, the moon is hollow in, in the base. Um, yeah. and one of the reasons why they believe it's hollow is because they they crashed a... They crashed some stuff into it, and it rang like a bell. Yep. So they they think it's hollow. So there you go. Mm. That's the big update. So just be prepared for uh, for full disclosure coming up. I probably say within the next year or two. Uh, you know, a secret like this, um, you can only keep it secret for so long. People are going to talk, yep. and, and I think they're, they're and now it's starting to. It's all over <clears> the sky. Everybody's seeing it. Everybody, we have surveillance from everybody. Um, you got the Starlink stuff up there that can be easily seen. Um, that's Elon Musk. So you have cameras pointing at the sky. Everybody's carrying a camera. So eventually, if the government's hiding it, they're going to have to bring it out and say, okay, we know what this stuff is. Whether it's non-biologic, non-human biologics or not. Right. So that's my that's the update. Well, Just, we appreciate know. it. It is uh, appreciated and informative, Tim. Um, ladies and gentlemen, our astrophysicist, Tim. We appreciate right. it. There are, that's right. there are those who call me Tim. Well, Mike, Mike, I, Mike. I, I don't think I'll be one. Um, <laughs> Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Peppermint Patty's invited herself, Marcy, and Franklin over for Thanksgiving dinner. Don't you know anything about Thanksgiving dinners? Thanksgiving is more than eating. We should just be thankful for being together. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, sponsored by McDonald's. Nobody can do it like McDonald's can. And by Dolly Madison, makers of all kinds of meat-to-eat treats. Some Thanksgiving a little bit here, guys. So, um, you know, next week's Thanksgiving week. You don't really hear, as we said earlier, we don't really hear a lot of, there's not a lot of, like, necessarily Thanksgiving-themed viewing. You may have to sort of position it to where maybe it's the stuff that you like to watch around Thanksgiving holidays. Maybe you'll start to watch Christmas movies around Thanksgiving. 
I don't know. So let's get into our Ask an Idiot segment this week, guys. It just doesn't have to be necessarily, there's no list or, you know, necessarily a, a number you need to you know, worry about here. But interested to know, what are some of your uh, traditional Thanksgiving viewing, whatever it might be? Do you want to start with you? What do you like to watch around the Thanksgiving holiday, sir? Well, I believe that uh, this movie uh, in particular, um, not a lot of people uh, I've, I've come to realize do not think of it as a Thanksgiving movie, but I do. This is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Also. Now, now think about it. Um, it is It is goes from Halloween Town and, and Halloween, and they get to Christmas. So when should be the perfect time to see it? Right in the middle. Uh, Thanksgiving. Hmm. So to me, it's not about Thanksgiving, but it is the perfect time to see it. Right in between... Okay. Halloween and Christmas. Okay. Tim, about you? Anything you like to watch around Thanksgiving? Football. Uh, Thanksgiving yeah. Day, I will. I will catch a football game. I'll probably watch the Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know yet. Um, also, uh, well, I, I start off with my with my favorite Christmas movies on, on Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving, and that's Die Hard, Die Hard Two, and uh, Lethal Weapon. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, I, I when when you talked about this, I looked up Thanksgiving themed uh, movies, and I, you know, there there just aren't a lot out there. Mm-hmm. There, and none that I've seen. So, um, I know there's one in particular, and I know it's uh, one of Brian's favorites. Yeah, I know you've seen this movie, Tim. My 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 favorite uh, Thanksgiving movie. Maybe the only one I could really think of, but it's a fantastic movie. I watch it every year. Plain Streams Automobiles with uh, Steve, the great Steve oh, Martin yeah. and Con Candy. Yep. Those two guys, right. man. Uh, if you have not seen this movie for some reason, go watch it this year. You know, watch it immediately. It's such they play so well together, and yeah, you know, there's definitely a lot of ebbs and flows with this movie where these guys are just sort of thrown into. Uh, to have you know surviving together, based not surviving, but they're just trying to get home. That's what it is. Right. They, they get stuck together, traveling, uh, and John Candy takes it upon himself to try to get Steve Martin home to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving. These guys, in under normal circumstances, would have never met or really become friends, and they really foster a really wonderful friendship and relationship and all that type of stuff. And it's really a hilarious so many funny parts of that movie but definitely parts of that movie every time i watch it without fail i tear up because it's such a heartwarming story sure. and then you know certainly the great john candy to me it's one of his best movies period yeah. Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve martin too for that matter but um could you imagine have been on the being on the set with those two? Oh man uh, i don't know even how they got that movie filmed because i, I don't imagine anybody not laughing uh, yeah. John Candy and Steve Martin. One of the things I liked about that movie is how well they played off each other comedically. Yeah, and uh, I, it, it was it was really good. And both of them both played the straight man and the setup man. So yep. it was it was really nice how they went back and forth. And if you didn't laugh at that movie and at the end cry, you know you're just not American. Right. That's the way yeah. I look at. It. Yeah. 
the scene of Steve Martin going in when he's just completely lost his patience and had it with the car rental lady yeah. is just <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> You'll never hear Steve Martin say the word fuck more in one scene so ever. So, so funny. And it's a in fact, that's the most I've ever heard him say fuck. Absolutely. Uh, just he phenomenal. He certainly didn't say it at all in The Jerk. And, uh, so... <laughs> Great, great movie. As a matter of fact, locally, and it's going to be playing at a small theater in uh, downtown Akron next week as well. That might be fun to even see on the big screen again. But yeah, that'd be fun. Love that movie. So, Dean, what else? What else do you like to watch around this time? Anything else, sir? Um, Charlie Brown's uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving uh, special in the third. Oh, Charlie, Charlie Brown. Okay. Yeah. Sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, just kind of this nostalgia brings you back to being a kid. All those old kind of cartoons, um, and it's almost the the kickoff to all those kind of uh, uh, all those holiday Christmas movies, or you know, the what what were they, uh, uh, Bell and uh, Nash, or whatever. Um. Other than like Year Without Santa and, and all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Rank, Rankin Bass. Rankin yeah. Bass. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so, okay. no, it's kind of a kickoff to, to, to that season of, of mm-hmm. children holiday uh, specials. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that Charlie Brown one is a good one. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It, it, it definitely teaches some good lessons about friends. You don't miss, it's not about the food. It's about the fellowship and the, the people around you. It really makes the holiday that, you know, to remember to be thankful and all that. So, so it is, it is a good, a lot of good lessons in that particular one. The message is suspect, Brian. Um, yeah. Okay. The one, not the message that they're trying to get out, but, but whether it be, uh, the great pumpkin or, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't even know if it had a special name like the Great Pumpkin. I don't know. Uh, hey, Native Americans, here's some smallpox. I don't know what they called it, but mm. all of those specials um, from from the Peanuts. <clears throat> those kids were just dicks. They were awful <coughs> children. A lot of them um, were. You're right. All of them were. I mean, let's take and take out of consideration that Charlie Brown himself was just a fucking loser. Um, and, but he still didn't deserve to be treated like garbage, which every mm-hmm. single one of those children did. Yes. Except <clears throat> for Linus. This, well, Linus was a special cat. I, I you know, mm. we got to give props to Linus. Um, yeah. but the rest of the kids, yes, dog shit. Mm. Yeah, I think you learned in this well, one, Well, somebody should have told Pigpen to take a bath. That's true. Right. Dirty little prick. Yeah, and one of the uh, you know lesson you learn from that special is that Snoopy can he could fucking butter some toast. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? You remember that yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. that scene or not? So yeah, Snoopy can fucking butter some toast like uh, nobody's uh, business. You know what he's I'm saying? Too, so, Snoopy was a yeah, he's an asshole dog. Yeah. That's for yeah, sure. He's not yeah. a good dude. Yeah, he he would have been uh, euthanized under normal uh, right. circumstances. Right. Yeah, by an owner. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, yeah. Charlie Brown just took a really dark turn. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm I'm sure. Snoopy 
<laughs> Watch again. It's just garbage children doing garbage things. That's yeah, right. but now my child is right. just ruined because you, you yeah. said that. Now the glass broke. Yeah, is that that's, that's what, what I'm here for? I, I, I'm with you, Tim. I do like the football. That's tradition. You know, every yeah. for for many many years, these two teams signed some type of a, a deal with the NFL. Detroit Lions always plays at home at one o'clock. And Dallas Cowboys was a place at home at 4.30. That's it. Every single year they've been doing that for, what, 50 years, something ridiculous yes. like that. So, you know, and, you know, certainly both teams have had, you know, success in one way or another. Certainly Dallas had some really good years. So uh, my grandparents, I used to go to my, my the, the house I'm in, now my mom's parents. Bless their heart, man. I tell you what, they would they would eat early in part. So little Brian could go sit in front of the TV and watch the Dallas Cowboys at four o'clock. We'd always eat early, in part to make room for football. So it, I always think about past memories of sitting around with family watching, and I still do it to this day. We'll eat same type of deal. We'll eat earlier in the afternoon, in part so we could sit down and relax and, and watch uh, watch the uh, the Cowboys game. So just. Really nice uh, traditions with football. Do you, you guys watch the Macy's Parade? Is that something of interest to you? Do you watch any of the Macy's Parade, or is that not of interest at all these days? Tim, are you a Macy's Parade fan on Thanksgiving Day? I at watched all? it as a kid with my mom because my mom loved it, and uh, so mm-hmm. I would watch it with her. But then, you know, when I got older, I just quit watching the Macy's Day Parade unless, you know, uh, I was kind of uh, hoping, you know, one of the balloons would float away or there would be some kind of mishap with one of the uh, floats. A that horrific be, uh, accident where uh, Snoopy finally has his, his vengeance on society, pops mm-hmm. and just, and like just kills like a handful of people right. on the streets of New York euthanized City. Snoopy balloon. Yeah. Uh, Snoopy float. Yeah. That would be go. that would be fun to watch. Charlie Brown like finally that. loses it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Dean, how about you? A fan of the parade or no? Um, no, I, I I watched it when I was a kid. And if it's on, I'm not going to turn it off. But mm. I, it's not something I search out. Um, the musical acts on there, I don't know who they are. Uh, no. And when I do stop and watch them, I'm asking myself, A, who the hell are these people? And B, <laughs> is it that difficult enough to, to rig up a, an actual sound system rather than have every single person limp sync Poorly, yeah, it's horrible. Like, yeah, well, I don't. No, I, I do. I, I do want to bring up being that Dean is a zennial. Um, he, Brian, we grew up without cable, so yeah, that, yep, uh, limited, we had to watch Macy's Day Parade because that's all that was on. Yeah, so very limited. We had three channels. Yep, that's right. Yeah, very limited. And I, I, I do not need to see. Any newer band attempting to to create some type of fucking Christmas song that they're trying to grasp at, and hopefully they have some type of success as Mariah Carey or somebody that just ninety nine percent of them is terrible, horrible. Don't need to see it. I do like the high school marching bands. I think that's really cool. It's good to see those kids do that. Obviously, I was a marching band for. My high school years, so I do enjoy that. I could, I could appreciate the probably a thrill for those kids to get out there and march in front of all those people. That's good. Like you said, I love the balloons and everything. It's pretty cool. And I tell you what, if I watch any part of that parade, I'm gonna, I will. I can't remember the last time I did not 
watch toward the end of it when Santa can, sure. comes. I yep. love that. Even now, that's that's kind of the ringing in of yeah. the the holiday season. And that same dude, the same motherfucking dude's been doing Santa Claus. I don't even know how many years now. Guy Is looks the, the same part. Guy? I think. Huh. I don't think he can be anymore. I mean, that guy's got to be pushing ninety by now. I don't know. I mean, it looks like it's the same guy. I mean, he's certainly getting a little bit older and things like that. But he he just looks the part. I just love that whole. I get excited to see Santa Claus even as an adult. Yeah, I just love all that stuff. It takes me back to being a kid and also, you know, just remembering being Santa for Peyton growing up and all that. Just a nice, nice warm memories for me to see Santa Claus coming on the Thanksgiving. That. So absolutely, yeah. that jolly old elf yeah. scared the out of me as a kid. <laughs> Santa did. Sure. Yeah, he came down the chimney, man. I mean, what kind of black magic stuffs he got going on? He can come down the chimney, not getting a suit. Soot on his on his uh, on his costume, dump hmm. off a bunch of presents, well, he's magic. and then go back up the ch- chimney. I, I, that's what I said. It's some kind of dark magic this guy's got going. He can come and get me at any time. So it's and Santa he's an Claus. Elf. It's Santa Claus. He can come wherever he wants. That's right. That's right. Same idiot time, same idiot channel. (laughs) (laughs) I made sure I waited for that one so you can cut that.